Hey everybody, it is Tuesday, not Monday, we swap days, so if you're catching us on Phoenix FM, it's kind of a week late, but um, that's how we're going to do it, this is the Wrestling Rewind, and we had to swap days because obviously life restarted, but uh, thanks for joining us, and we appreciate you uh, joining our review of Judgment Day 2000, that's kind of like our key... Uh, issue this week but again some some um, updates for everyone if you're listening to this on youtube it's going to go out on a tuesday it's going to be up on a tuesday um it's going to go hit our feeds on thursday the same with the true penny channel and if you're listening to true penny channel literally nothing has changed for you but if you're listening <laughs> on phoenix fm uh you're going to kind of get the show a week later so my advice would be check us out live on youtube nerd to know media is where you can find us uh we're also on twitch nerd ducks or nerd to know media so uh, no excuse for catching us live uh for missing us live shall we say but we will try to uh update you if there's any change go over to facebook and uh the wrestling rewind is where you can find us on facebook we need to change the twit the twitter at some point dave but we haven't got around to that but we I will. know we do. I, some people have been sending in suggestions. Some of them have been really great. But keep in mind, guys, they have to be under 15 characters. Yeah. Um, that's why some of the great ones that we've got where we haven't been able to use yet. But like, um, And the ones that aren't taken as well. That's also half a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should have seen Darren and I going through all the options, all the different spellings that we could use. A massive fight broke out over whether or not an underscore is acceptable for usage on Twitter <laughs> handles. We Mr. Linux over here wants to use one every day and every chance he gets. We might have to because that might be the only way to do it. But, um, you know, we will let you guys know the best way to go over is uh, check out on nerdtoknowmedia.com. All the links are there. They're all active and up to date. So um, that's that's probably the best way to keep in touch with us at the moment. Um, some, ch- some change if you're listening to us on the, the network. Uh, because stuff has reopened, there's less shows than normal, but not a lack of content. There's tons of content there. Um, but we're not going anywhere. We're still a weekly show, so don't worry about it. Um, okay, Dave, and we have a sh- we we've, we changed stuff up this week. We actually have a show plan. Oh my gosh, we have a show plan. Uh, uh, well, then I well excuse the motorcycle going by. Maybe that's foreshadowing for some judgment day later <laughs> that you're hearing outside th- my thought, window. I thought you set that up. I thought that was like <laughs> no. But hey, guys, it's a great day for wrestling. Welcome back to the only show hosted by fans that don't hate the product. And a big reason that, and a big reason of that is because we watched product when it was fantastic. Which again, you're is starting so, to convert me. You are. You're starting to convert oh, me. I'm man. telling you, man. Like it's so good. Like this was like the peak of wrestling. And every time you watch it, just everything about the show, with the exception of some of oh my god, oh yikes moment, moments. And there was one on this show. I was watching it just before uh, we went live, and I'm like, I can't believe he said that. Oh, well, I wonder I if it's the same line. Oh, okay, pro- okay it later. probably is. It probably is. Okay, yeah. But um, we have some we have some kind of news to get to before we we get into the actual like meat and potatoes. <laughs> oh, no. I know this is this is the segment where I read out news to Dave and he reacts. <laughs> um, so look, we have two, not one, but two pay per views this weekend. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so we have uh, actually really funny. I want everybody who's listening to go over to Google and type in Impact Wrestling and the four things that pop up. So here's what people have asked, right? Is Impact still on TV? Is Impact Wrestling still on TV? What has happened to Impact Wrestling? What day is Impact Wrestling? And is Impact Wrestling on UK TV? And I guess that's great. It's like, are these, like <laughs> nobody knows what happened to this product. And the answer to all those is it's on Twitch. 
randomly on a Thursday. It just comes on. Oh, randomly. yeah. So if you follow them on Twitch, stuff just happens, and I'm like, oh, there we go. Um, so yeah, I did. I was super super curious what the answer to those questions were going to be. That's the answer. I didn't know myself. That's the answer. It's like yeah, it's all on Twitch, and they have an app, and that's pretty much how they run their show now. I mean, good for them. I bravo, TNA, I, I Impact, whatever you are, bravo. I don't see the point. I'm like, lads, what is the point here? You're like, you know, I'll say, right, so on June the 2nd uh, episode of Impact, it was announced that Slammiversary would take place the 18th, where no venue was confirmed. It's expected that the event would take place at Skyway Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, where all Impact tapings have been recorded since Rebellion due to COVID, uh, due to the pandemic, which we can't name. Um, yeah, so what I love about this, what I love about this is day, right? Literally everything has gone wrong mm-hmm. so far outside of the pandemic. Um, they don't have a world champion because the world champion just left, and then they fired someone else as well. Right, right. So it's like as you do. Yeah, yeah. So what's it? Uh, originally, Tessa Blanchard was supposed to defend the the Impact World Championship, but she's just gone. Uh, and they released what they also released the termination of Dave Christ and Joey Ryan, for, obviously for what's been going on there. On the, on the June 30th edition of Impact, it was announced that um, Austin Edwards, Trey, and the Misty opponent would each face each other for the vacant championship of anniversary. I mean, that's that's great. Yeah. So that's, we still I'm don't just, know who, who, so who we still don't know who the mystery opponent is. I I still don't even know who this mystery company is that we're covering for some reason. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a, if, if not their biggest show, it's the second biggest show of of the year. Um, but here, okay, here's what's confusing, right? You're gonna love this, right? So they have an Impact World Championship, right? But they also have a TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Are and On none the, of them have any affiliation with. NWA anymore. I mean that that went out of existence. I'm just like learning this. Ago, I'm just learning so this. So I'm, on so on, the, so on the same card, right? There's this vacant Impact World Championship, but mm. then there's also an old school rules match, which I don't know what that is, for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, old where Moose rules. is defending against. Guess who he's defending against? Oh, Moose. I mean, he's got to be. Defend- no, I'm not gonna say what. Um, he's got to be defending it against. I, I I can't even uh, uh, Matt Hardy. I have no idea. Close, Tommy Dreamer. Oh my gosh, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. What? Your boy. Yeah. But he is. <laughs> what, what, what's he not? What's he doing over there? He just shows up sometimes and has matches. I don't. I, okay. Here, I'll never understand Tommy Dreamer to save my life. I love him. I think he's phenomenal. I, I'd love to have him come on the show sometime oh, because too. I enjoy I'd love to have House Tom of Hardcore. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to have Tommy Dreamer on the show. It'd be really fun. Um, I just, man, I know he was offered an office job at WWE. Why are you still doing this to yourself, man? You can have your, you have your company. It's very successful. I mean, I know right now, thing, I don't know. But hey, you know what? What, 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 what do the Buddhists say? To to judge another is to drink a cup of poison and expect someone else to die. I'm paraphrasing briefly. So hey, so all the best to you, buddy. So I've been reading this. I, I've been researching here, right? Going through this Wikipedia, which is insanity. Whoever wrote this is like more power to you, buddy. But at night two of rebellion, Moose interrupted Michael Elgin while wearing the old TNA World Heavyweight Championship. 
And then he proclaimed himself to be TNA World Heavyweight Champion. So finally, they're doing what I've been doing for the past 10 years, calling it TNA. I, I, I was right. Just, just keep like, going. Just like, I'll, just like I'll be right when Sting walks out and faces The Undertaker. Oh my goodness D- gracious. Ye of little faith. I'm just saying. No, I have a lot of faith. I have faith <laughs> in Taker's words. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right. You, know what, you know what this reminds me of? What? And I, I know this is a wrestling show, guys. I will only talk about it for two minutes. Um, but UFC held their first Fight Island show this weekend, which is what I watched this weekend. Uh, and uh, man, this reminds me of The Rock giving the BMF belt to one guy and then he challenged for a title at the show. And it's like one title is legitimate. One title is really just honorary. What's really happening here? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. it gets better. It gets better, right? Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. So, um, pulling it for okay. He defended it against Hernandez, suicide twice, and Crazy Steve. After a match with Steve, Tommy Dreamer came down to check on the injured challenger, but Moose kicked Dreamer in the side of the head and pummeled him with strikes. Once Dreamer recovered from the assault, he cut a promo on Moose saying that he was the natural God-given talent of a professional athlete but lacks the passion and drive for his profession he went on to cry for a while no he didn't he went on to to say that uh, he created a title for himself because he couldn't win any despite Moose winning the now defunct Impact Grand Championship two times this ma- <laughs> what is going I, on I, oh my god what I'm so glad on? I don't have to recap stuff anymore man but do you I- know what it's like to try and keep track of that right. in your head so Moose took exception to what Dreamer said saying that his remarks are slanderous and defamation of his character threatening to sue him and the company unless he's given an apology the next week Dreamer formally gave Moose a written apology along with some backhanded remarks about his behaviour Moose would interrupt him and then say that the TNA championship committee which is a thing apparently has now proclaimed him the number one contender to the TNA world heavyweight championship and they'll face each other at Slammiversary in an old school rules match I'm in Oh my you're god! You're in. You're I, in. You're I mean, in. Heat Slater is also here, apparently, in the reunion oh, of Team Canada. Oh my! Okay, my oh, mind's I'm, been blown by so many things. I'm okay, in. So I'm into this. Oh my god! Fully, fully. This is going to be the best. Aces and Eights apparently are back. Oh my god! This of course is, they are. Why this, wouldn't they be? This is, oh, so uh, what? Carl Anderson and Gallows are here for some reason with Eric. Oh my god, lads. Oh my god! So apparently these are gonna these are coming in. So th- this this is the big tease now for the show. D'Lo Brown is back. Oh, good for D'Lo. He was great in the nineties. Oh lord! Oh lord! He actually was. No, he was. I'm. I, you know what? I, I, yeah. I was. I wasn't into this at all, like beforehand. But now I'm. This is this is brilliant. It's such a cluster that how can you not at least tune in? I, then again, <laughs> I don't even know how to tune in. Do I do I pay for Twitch Prime? Do I get to see it? Is it on pay per view? How how do we even view this, Derek? How, how how do we view this? Let's see. It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't, there's no information for no information how to buy it. Oh, TNA. Oh, please don't ever change. I don't know how they're around. <laughs> this is the 16th event. I don't know. <laughs> Someone help! Like, what are they doing? <laughs> I'm lost. Why? Like, I just have so many questions about this. I'm like, why are you still running the show? No one's going to be there. And, like, legitimately, no one can be there anyway because of the virus. But it's like, for the first time, it's probably not going to make a difference. Who um, is paying for all of this to occur? I don't know. Like, I'm like, who's, who's been, like, 
who's been scammed out of the money to, to, for this to run I'm not saying that TNA is a scam allegedly 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 but it's like <laughs> who's this for <laughs> I, I it, apparently it's for whatever wrestler wants to show up and get a paycheck this okay. is phenomenal so it's like so, taking the best elements no I won't even say best elements that's giving them way too much credit this is a weird like twisting of oh my gosh UFC combined with Forget it. House of Hardcore combined with ECW combined with stuff that happened back in the Attitude Era. They're like kicking it all and trying to make it one thing. And so, I, what is happening? So, I can't follow. So apparently, the official stream is going to be on Fight TV, and it's nineteen ninety nine. It's actually very reasonable. Is it? Well. But the network is only twelve. Is only what twelve ninety nine or something? That's yeah. Not, dare how could you possibly have missed promo after promo after promo? No, after no, promo no, 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 no. In America, yeah, it's nine ninety nine. In oh yeah, the UK and Ireland, it's relatively more expensive. So well, why don't you yeah. get on our corrupt Federal Reserve system and you're practicing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have our own corrupt system. Don't worry about it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. So that's what it is. So I'm like, I don't know. We're gonna watch it anyway because we have to. Because it's just so fun, and it's so wild that I really do not want to miss this. Uh, this is how out of touch I am. This how how out of touch I am so, with this product so is. I, just, I actually went and I tried to find it yesterday morning to watch for today's show. <laughs> Because I was convinced it had already happened. I, I was and if you're listening on Phoenix FM, you'll be even more confused. Because next week you'll be hearing me talking about looking for it after it's already been found. I don't know. This is Oak Island all over again. I, I've, I've, I, I thought this already happened like two months ago. So now I'm like... <laughs> but I found this good article here on sportskeeda.com, right? Slammiversary is Impact Wrestling's most important pay-per-view of 2020. They've only had two pay-per-views. So that's a bit <laughs> hyperbolic there. Sydney Puller the third. Oh, he actually... Oh, oh no that's not good anyway uh, so yeah so here's why it's important the release of Impact Wrestling Tessa Blanchard ahead of Slammiversary okay speaking out movement causes changes in Impact I'm like that's not a good they're bad things they're no no you shouldn't be no. bringing bringing attention to that and the tease of WWE release talent at Slammiversary okay <laughs> okay so this is how I would touch this lad is right uh, Mr. The Third I'm going to call him that because uh, that's how he wants to be referred. So, Mr. Deterred. Um, oh, okay, okay. I, I, now I understand. Yep. Like, yeah. literally, that's how he deems himself. SP3. Oh, cringing through time here. How so, do you have a name in one company, get to keep that name when you go to another company, go back to the company that you had that name in, but lose the rights to your name? No, this is the contributor. This is the lad who wrote it. Oh, I th oh, Sydney, okay. Sydney Puller deterred. That's how he has written this for some reason. I'm like, right, of course he did. And I'm cringing to time because then it must be a big deal. Um, come on the show and we'll make fun of you. Um, no, come on over. <laughs> We're starting having guests starting next yeah. week, so come on over. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, all right. So the first point he made here is, for some reason, losing your world champion is a good thing. Like legit, losing your world champion is a good thing. Like, no, it's not. That's really bad. That shows no, 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 no. that makes it no, look so that makes it so look, look so bush league. It's unbelievable. No, it's great. 
I think it's I think it's the best thing that could ever happen to a company. Oh, of course, losing your biggest yeah. star, yeah, it makes all sense. Lose your biggest star, uh, it works. It works out great every single time. The next point, speaking out, yeah, let's draw attention to one of the biggest scandals. Okay, and say it's a good thing. It's like, I understand what you're saying. Is that I was going to make changes. It's like, listen, those changes are needed, but you probably shouldn't lean into this because it's going to turn bad. So, yeah, bad move. Then although. It is the most legitimate claim of the whole lot, where it's like, yeah, alright, fair enough. The next one, though, is mind-bogglingly stupid. Um, the tease of WWE talent. It's like, oh, yeah, because that's what TNA needs. XWWE talent. That's what every wrestling company needs. TNA champ, uh, WWE talent getting the big stars. Yeah, you know what they need to do? They need to sit at home, and they need to wait for the blah, blah, blah to pass over. And they need to come back to WWE when they can afford their contracts again. Yep. Not cut ties or burn bridges. Or show for a couple of weeks and then TNA end up spending money on them and they go back to WWE anyway. But who's going to spend the money? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Obviously someone's paying for this and I don't know who's paying for it. Who can afford Gallows and Anderson? That's not a cheap ticket. I don't understand it. I'm like, EC3, go to AEW. Like, go to AEW. What are you doing? Like, you know, fair enough. That's like, where good brothers, you literally are the Bullet Club. Yes, go back to Japan, you'll make way more money, or even go to AEW and they'd love to have you. I just think going, like, this is, again, like, no disrespect to TNA, but it's like, this is the kiss of death. Like, this was always the kiss of death. But now you're going back and you're like, yeah, let's just hitch our wagon to this. It's like, that wagon, nobody knows who owns that wagon, where that wagon is going, or when that wagon's going to slow down, because it's just... right. Nobody even it just shows up sometime and does stuff and it's like it's like okay. you're sitting there you're holding the dolly but you have no idea where the hitch is to attach it exactly and that's that's kind of what's going on here so look Slammiversary is on this Saturday now we have to give points it's on Saturday and as someone who lives in uh, this part of the world when paper when a wrestling pay per view is on a Saturday I love it it's great it's much it's much better than on a Sunday because obviously you can watch it. It's it's on at one in the morning, which is it is what it is. But you can watch it comfortably and not be in bits because work isn't the next day most of the time. Um, so yeah, I think it's great. But it's literally the day before Extreme Rules, so it's like, oh, not only is it a show that's kind of thrown together, but it's also going against the WWE show. This isn't going to go well for you, my friend. Oh, good. We need to get into this preview, speaking of Extreme Rules, because I'm kind of more excited for this than I should be. What I will say is, right, Slammiversary was always the show. I, I've loved the Slammiversary uh, rewinds that are on TNA, and this is yes. on, uh, on their TNA Twitter. So, look, open invite to anyone from TNA that want to come on, or any TNA fans that want to come on and talk about it. I'd love to, I, I, I love their his, historical stuff. And um, But here's the thing, no King in the Mountain match. Which is what? dumb. Yeah, it's like do a King of the Mountain match. It's like that's That's like removing money from money in the bank from, from WrestleMania money. and making its own pay per view. Are we gonna get a King of the Mountain pay per view now? Like no, because no, they've only done two pay per views this year. Rebellion, which is also kinda of weird, uh, that they used that and you know I was thinking that when you said it, I just wanted to clarify it is not the show that we reviewed. No. <laughs> do not no. go back into our archives no. and ex- and hear us raving about a great show and think it's the one that No. Put out, no, no. Rebellion. Whoever put it out. Re- Rebellion 1999 is not the same as Rebellion 2020. So they're no. not the same show. Not the same company. No. Um, that we yeah. know. Who knows? That you know. I feel like we're actually able to disparage is the wrong word, but I feel completely comfortable criticizing this company because I have no idea who I'm criticizing. Look, <laughs> I 
I don't know what's going on here. I'm gonna watch the show, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be openly like we're gonna review openly. But I just think it's hilarious that none of this makes sense. They have two world championships for some reason. They're calling themselves TNA and Impact at the same time for some reason. There's no the match that the show is known for is not there, and in the main event. We don't know who's there, and my door's opening for some reason. <laughs> Your dog, dog loves to come yeah, in. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, I, mean, it, I it, think it, it's well, haunted. Yeah, no, it, I think I, I think it is my dog that's coming <laughs> in again. Anyway, it just hears you talking about TNA, and, and it's it like just the Grim to, Reaper is just, just trying to, to creep in. up on you. Yeah, my cat is. Over, oh no, my cat got off the bed. It's not definitely not her. She's not big enough to be able to open the door. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so let I don't know what, let's move over. <laughs> it's not creeping me it's, out at all. Maybe you should start not, using a virtual background, mate. I wish I could. I can't because of all this crap. But the yeah. good news is we're building a studio at the moment, so I nice. actually will have a proper virtual background. Um, but there's just too much crap. All this is gone, which is great. Um, gonna get rid of all that. Fine. Yeah, one one day, one day once the blah 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 is over. Yeah, we'll just be able to clear it all out. But it's just like, yeah, it's just all there. The worst no, part I was gonna is, say, well, we need to actually do one of these, you know, together. Just oh, yeah. things I, 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 some ancestral stuff I want to visit anyway, so we could. Well, I don't know, man. Like either uh, my plan is to go back over to the states once this clears, so hopefully, yeah. we'll, um, be able to do it. It was cool. Like that was one great thing about Adam when Adam was over here with his family. We actually got to do a. In real, in real life show and we didn't record it we didn't do video at that time so at right. least now we did um, I'm going to just tor- turn off my camera while I fix that door so just give me one second because it's very very annoying great um, I'm super glad you gave me info on what I should ramble about while you're gone if you guys are listening make sure you follow us on our Facebook pages you can find us under Turner Media obviously um, you can search for the Wrestling Rewind right now our Twitter handle is uh W-B-I-D-S. Wow, I should know that, right? WBI. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you for chiming in, Mr. In the Dark <laughs> over there. Um, we also, I want to do a cheap little plug here on our YouTube channel. We were on the Game Corner this past week. Check that out. Really uh, fun show. Really fun show. Uh, use, use the Brave browser. Are you back? Can I, can I stop shilling? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm back. I'm okay. back. Don't worry about okay, it. Cool. You, you, don't have to, you, you can stop shilling. Like, yeah, thank it's um, some really good shows that came up as well. But um, look, next week we will get into this TNA show because oh my god it's so funny and I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna keep calling it TNA and I have I have excuse now they're calling it TNA so okay right let's switch gears here and talk about okay here's another stupid thing right and this is why we like to go back <laughs> because it, it, it's not offensive to your brain uh, well so, so okay the this show is called the horror show at extreme <laughs> What? I love it. Why are they doing? Like it's just so dumb. Um, you know what? Though we said this, we said this about the greatest match ever, and it turned out to be pretty darn good. Yeah, I just I don't know why they went with the big, the big tagline. It's like, what are you doing? You know, it's know. it's so stupid. But what's cool about it is it's at seven Eastern, which is cool. I like the way now the show start at seven rather than at eight. I do um, as well, and it's it's just a much more natural fit because it's twelve it's twelve o'clock for us, so I can actually watch the whole show, even into the the full, in, in its entirety without being wrecked. Um, but the money in the bank was hilarious when it was only like two hours, and you're like, oh, it's over. You realize the okay. entire show is just a promo for the Undertaker documentary. Yeah, yeah it's like, the most brilliant is, thing they've ever done. It's crazy, but um, yeah, okay. So this was originally supposed to take place um in San Jose, California. 
but obviously it's it's not. It's in the Performance Center in Orlando, and oh boy, oh boy, oh so, boy indeed. Yeah. So, hey, when's Fighter uh, Fest? That already happened. Oh, did it? This happened last week. What? Yeah, that's how the FTW belt came back. The second. If you guys ever wondered why we cover past wrestling shows. And this is why, because the current product is such a you-know-what show. But, uh, you can't keep track of what's going no, on. I it's mean, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. And look, to be fair, when you look at stuff like this, outside of stuff that we find kind of funny, we don't really enjoy covering. But I, both of these shows, we're just like, this is ridiculous. And uh, look, yeah. the Oscars Hassel Banks match would be great. The Bailey Nick Cross match would be great. The Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler should be fine. By the way, I still think Drew McIntyre... Um, with Dolph Ziggler it doesn't really make too much sense but it is what it is I know um, exactly why it is though oh yeah it's you know they gotta protect Lashley until there's a live crowd it's not time for him to get the belt yet no it's not. Drew needs the live reaction then they give it to Lashley you know they, they gotta feed somebody to him you know what they should have done they should have yeah I know a lot of things they should have done they should have used Heath Slater Heath Slater was on the show a couple of weeks ago and uh, could a really good promo they should have hired him back even for a short-term contract to do a program with Drew McIntyre. Wait, they had him on, even though they fired him, they yeah, brought him back for was, a pro. Yeah, they brought him back on and off. I, well, I skipped that segment, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you know, it happened like two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, it was really good. And he should have brought, he should have just kept him in and it would have made more sense. I would have been more excited to see that. But, okay. but he, Okay, he, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I This is literally how I watch wrestling nowadays. Is AJ <laughs> Styles on? No. Okay, I'm gonna skip forward. Daniel Bryan. Okay, I'm gonna skip till he's on. Oh, they're in the same match. Fantastic. Let's have to watch. Where's Ricochet? Somewhere. I'll watch him get squashed. By the way, there actually is a good documentary. Not documentary. There's a great collection on the WD Network. You should t- uh, check out. It's basically all NXT, but it's the best of Ricochet. And please, no one tell him about the unhold, the untold saga of the game or whatever it's called that WWE Network just released. Wait, what's this? This is about Triple H. Oh my gosh! Why did I even say it out loud? Yes, the WWE Network released a documentary <laughs> on Triple H. I think it's called "The Untold Story of the Game." Um, it's Wait. trending right now on the network, so gonna, apparently I'm, people are watching I'm it. I'm going to be watching that later. Fantastic! Yeah, I bet you are. Oh, I yeah, bet you are. Definitely. But here's yep. what, here's why I want to talk about it, and why we'll probably mention it next week. So there's two matches on this, right? Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight, which is probably going to be a cinematic match. So. Wow, sounds eerily like the uh, House of Horror Final Deletion. Yeah, and Final Deletion. So Mm. we'll see. Actually, you know what this is going to be like? This is, again, something that was hinted in the prophetic 2K 2020 game where you actually do this. It's Nostradamus. It's it's unbelievable. They just predicted what's happened. Uh, And that game, you know, whoever made that game, you know, obviously had some sort of crystal ball where they can just see into the future because they predicted this this is another one of their predictions so fair play um, also funny to notice that a main event star in a, in a wrestling promotion is called Trey which is also kind of weird mm-hmm. but here uh, so we'll get to that I imagine that'll be fun but here's one that it just the mind boggles right Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in an I versus I match right the match I'm sorry, o- what now? The match can only be won when one competitor extracts the eye of their opponent. I'm in. I don't know how that's going to work. I can think of a couple... Well, 
Okay, I'm not gonna give away any magic secrets, but I, I can think of a couple ways it could be done. But um, I'm in. I'm in. No, you I'm sold like, me. You sold me on the show right there. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm interested to see it, but I'm like, hair versus hair, hair versus mask. No. Okay, bear with me. Bear with me. Right. Eye versus eye. The match is really about the fact that Seth Rollins is the Monday Night Messiah, and the eye is that he needs to lose his ego and come back down and be ingratiated into the rest of the WWE universe. So the eye is not a physical eye. It is instead a metaphorical phrase for his consciousness. That's not how they've sold it. They've sold it as... <laughs> <taking the eye. laughs> I tried. I tried really hard. <laughs> so basically, right, so this has all got to do with uh, Dominic being attacked. Ray, uh, Rollins attempted to pierce Dominic's eye but was unsuccessful. What? What? And, what? and then Mysterio then challenged Rollins to a match. Okay, this is the problem. I'm spending so much time watching late 90s WWF nowadays that I'm having trouble keeping up with the weeklies. So I just, I don't even know if what you're telling me is true or not. Like, is this fake news? Yeah, no, like, it's I don't true. Know. This is true. This is actually what they're building up. It's on Wikipedia. I know Wikipedia is not true, but this is how the, canon, the canon is being written. Well, this is how you know Wikipedia is always true. I'm cited as a source multiple times. Fair. But, um, <laughs> true it's story. All, Google it me on Wikipedia. Story. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so that's what's happening. And yeah, so we're going to briefly touch on at least those two matches next week. Um, I'm really excited for actually uh, Asuka versus Sasha. Oh, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. Like, that's that's what I'm. Yeah. Like, as far as a match, that's the match I want to see. So. I also Which like, I can't believe. I like Nikki Cross a lot too. Um, Bailey's yeah. gone against her. So I think that's going to be really fun too. So, you know, great. Right, let's uh, let's kind of reset here and go back to the rewind segment of the show, which is um, Judgment Day 2000. So this is my favorite part of the show that we do where we get to watch it and I'm really glad we picked this one because initially I was just like oh yeah it has the return of the Undertaker but then I forgot how good the show was when I went oh, back and watched it oh my goodness so there, I, I, I hinted at it um, but man do we have to take the hard break now or do we take it I don't even know how this works oh we don't have to well, well we don't have to take a hard break there's, there's, well we just did we we'll just, just pretend did. we just did okay <laughs> we don't have to take so a hard welcome break. back um, wow the first thing I would say even before we take, jump into this review is I am falling in love with an era that I watched as a child and didn't really absorb. Yeah. Like in my head, I had this idea that the best of the WWE was like 2003 to 2016. No, not even close. I could not be more wrong. Yeah, not even close. Like it's, and that's the thing, you know, it was kind of, it's kind of hard to, because it's weird. Like I, I've been, I obviously watching wrestling my whole life, but really right. having an awareness like I remember staying up and watching this with my cousin mm. um, like live and then I got a VHS of it for my grandmother um, yep. and it's just like I, I remember it super clear but around 2000 is when I actually no 1999 is when I kind of like smartened up to to it you know where you're like you're watching you're watching you're watching it 1998 till about 2000 is when you really start kind of waking up to it and you really start to enjoy it and appreciate it and I'm really glad it was around that time because, like, for me, I said it m- multiple times, 2000 is the best year for WWE, like, ever. Without doubt. It's very possible. Like, without doubt, 2000 is just phenomenal. 2001, I really like too. 
um, but for different reasons. Uh, 1999 as well. The end of 1999 to like WrestleMania 17 is the best period for wrestling, and that's also got to deal with like that's everybody loves that period as well. There's a reason for it because it's so good. But I think a lot of it gets washed with you know rose tinted glasses. Sure, so, people go overboard. Yeah, and make it seem like it was some. It's it's not that the product currently isn't good. It's that it's just so different. And yeah. different's not always bad. It's no, just dif- different's not bad. It's just the the way the show was top to bottom is so completely different that it's like you're watching a different show. Cause you are like effectively that's what you are. Like there's this weird perception that wrestling is wrestling, and it's like yeah, it is, but it also isn't. You know, Here, here's a thought. When, when you watch stuff from this era, because basically, I you know, I also watched my whole life, but I watched early 90s when it was very cartoony. And then the Attitude Era oh, so crept I. up. Well, so did yeah. I, but the difference was y- you were you still thought it was real. Oh, absolutely. That's and I still the difference. You know? um, you, you, K-Fabe you, lives. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> no, but like you're a kid, you watch it the same way you'd watch the Power Rangers or... Right, you know, right. wherever you're like, oh, this is just a, a show, or it, it's 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 real. You know that and you're, you're that's not great. Smart. You said that because yeah. I actually kept my Power Rangers action figures in with like my Hulk Hogan action figures yeah, when I was little. The same kind of thing, and that's the difference. You know, yeah. when this was coming around, it, you were more aware. You were like, well, I was uh, eleven or twelve, so I was kind of more mature than that. So now again, should not have been watching this when well, I was eleven or twelve. You know, no, well, and that's what I was trying to explain. Like, I watched it, it was very cartoony. Then, you know, when you're 10 years old, sometimes your parents have more say over what you watch. Well, back then, at least, your parents have more say over well, what you watch. Well, not in Ireland. So not, I wasn't not, allowed not, to watch. Not in Ireland and the UK, which no? is unbelievable. Like, everybody's watching wrestling, you know, I watch this. This was just what everybody watched as well, you know? Mm. And then you go back and you're like, oh my lord this is mm. unbelievable so that was that's kind of one thing that you know we'd always kind of joke about but it's also true and having the ability to go back and watch these shows now you're like oh this really makes sense you know it, it like it kind of puts the good in with the bad but also the context of the air like when you're and we're gonna we're gonna be fair and not just go hey it's lame because there's no crowd because that's a cheap shot even if there was a crowd it's so sanitized now that and look, even still, the matches are better. Like, all oh, the matches aren't great. There is actually two fantastic matches on this show. Um, but the actual current product has classic in-ring matches every week. Actually, so I think there are three or four really great matches on this show. But uh, I was going to ask you, do you feel like... Because we've, we've talked before about how now it seems like it's more about the fans putting themselves over. Like, this is awesome. Has to break out before a match even begins. It feels like wrestling 1999, 2000, 2001 was just more... Uh, Grassroots, more organic, to use political terms. Yeah, well, it felt more kind of like it. It, it wasn't. It felt so... more like you were going to attend an event, not be the event. Yeah, but the event was aware that you were there. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Like the sh- the crowd. Like for example, even with the signs, you watch. Oh, they're so good. But no, but they exist. That's what I mean. There's right, no, there's no right. signs when you go to WWE shows. And, well, again, you know what I mean. We're right, not talking right, right, about right. now. We're talking about in, in modern WWE. Like it's not a thing, you know. And well, show, and they were so you know, creative. Yeah, and it, but again, what happened over the past couple of years? WWE issued a mandate to take signs off people. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like you're kind of killing, kind of killing a massive element of the show, which was a big part of it. Monster ninety three chimed in there. The signs are a staple of it, all right. Yeah, they were. You know, they, oh, yeah. they were one of those uh, mom. They were one of those things that you could go back to. Now again, some of the signs. Oh my god! Like unbelievable! Like and it, I'll, I'll are you the game one? Are you thinking about the game one? I'm. I'm not thinking about anyone specifically on this show, but if well, you, I am. It, oh, what one are you thinking of? Go on. I'm not going to say it, but okay. I will type it to you. And if you saw this one, you can acknowledge it. Is it? Was it? The game is an F word. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, it is similar on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To be fair. Stuff like that was thrown around. Slurs were thrown around a lot. So I kind of yes. understand why they don't do signs anymore. But, you know, they're still on the network, which is unbelievable too. And they stopped blurring the it's WWF st- logo. Which is brilliant. I love. I'm so glad they actually just paid the World Wildlife Fund money. Um, because, yeah, it just will take away so much from the show. But look, again, like a lot of this stuff is the context of its time. Um, slurs were thing as such. So when you see them in signs, you're like, oh, wow. But then you're like, oh, yeah, it was 20 years ago. You know, so you're like, I suppose yeah. it kind of it was just part of the culture, I suppose. Um, yeah. So fun times, I suppose. I never understood the point of blurring. It was always so confusing to see. The reason why uh, Monster Mutt was because um, they didn't want to pay the money. The World Wildlife Fund owns the term WWF, owns the trademark WWF. So every time they use WWF, even in the past, they would have to pay them and eventually WWE were just like look we'll just pay the money for it and that's yeah. what they've been doing ever since it's the same reason why when you uh, check out some of wrestlers or events that had licensed music it's sometimes not always mm. there which happens in this show it does, with yes. The Undertaker he, like The Undertaker's came back with Kid Rock it's not I was anymore. like what I was so excited for that moment when yeah. he rides out. I was like, yeah. "Where's, where's the Kid Rock?" If you, you know, listen, it's funny if you, during, if, yeah. if you listen very, very, very intently, you can hear the Sabotru riff in the background. Okay. But it's, it, it is kind of ruined because it's like, oh, it takes away so much of it, you know. But also, mm. here's one thing that's, and I do want to get V and Vuso on the show because I bring him every week. Love V and Vuso. Do check out his show. He uh, he did a, a retrospective of the streak recently. Uh, no. Oh. It's like four hours long. Um, of course it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, it turns out on the network, WrestleMania 17, The Undertaker comes out to his old ministry music on the network. And it works, apparently. So that's crazy. Well, it does, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. Kid Rock's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't know why his music is in there. But remember, Undertaker went through like three different teams for this one. He had uh, American Badass, which... To be fair, is the one I actually liked most. I think it suited the character most. Oh, I don't know. We gotta keep rolling, man. Rolling was good, but never really fit. And um, Big Evil, Dead Man Walking, actually, which is pretty good too. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. But yeah, look, so, so that's that's why that's why they did it once a month because uh, WWE is cheap. They don't want to pay money, but eventually they listen to everybody. Because the worst part about it is I have loads of DVDs from this from what like 2009 2010 when they released them on Silvervision and mm-hmm. they're all blurred out so they're unwatchable it's yeah. just, it's terrible it's really annoying but it, uh, it is cool that they can at least go back and unblur like I know it's not that hard to remove a filter but sometimes a company will delete 
the stuff that they had originally and WD is at least good at keeping their tape library and monster i want to um also expand upon what dara said it actually is really a super complicated thing with the wwf because it wasn't in america that yeah. it was an issue it's and it near- wasn't even it was it was specifically the uk mm-hmm. and not using the term wwf but selling merchandise that contained wwf in the name yeah. and that one small little insignificant country that nobody cares about i'm kidding i'm kidding um no but because of the uk we we lost we lost the name yeah i mean i think it's better now well, i guess but the main reason why the main reason why it won was because the world wildlife fund is literally funded by the royal family yeah in england so it's like you're not gonna win that battle <laughs> you know it's just yeah no gonna, nothing not shady gonna... about that money no, either so that's good well there you go that's a different show um, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just that's why. So yeah, basically because of the UK. And here's the thing: they did have this understanding, like this kind of tenuous understanding. But WWE kind of went a bit too far with it, and that's why they're like, "Look, we're not going to do this anymore." But you know, it's been twenty years, eighteen years. I've kind of I've adapted to it, but I still do. I'm I'm glad that retroactively we can go back and enjoy WWF for what it was because seeing the like. A little bit of blurring wasn't bad, but it was everywhere, and they'd also edit out any time they mentioned WWF on the audio. Yes. It was incredibly annoying. It just made those shows unwatchable. Like these rooms. It, yeah, it's a lot of like double speak we had to do when covering it. It's yeah. just, it I'm just, glad that's gone. It's not good. But yeah, so a that's, brave that's new so world may or, or 1984 may exist, but at least not in the WWE. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully, WWE aren't afraid of the history, even though they kind of should be sometimes. Mm. Uh, except for one man who, when I was doing going through this show, watching it on the network, is Chris Jericho has a submission match, and I'm like, oh, that must mean it's oh, where yeah. it's mm. where he should not be named. And sure enough, it was. So anytime you see it on the network, it's just like it's so weird how they cover it. Like it's just Chris Jericho has a submission match, and then you see it's Chris Benoit, and. I think we'll start there. This was a submission match for the Intercal Championship. In hindsight, oh man, the match ends with him choking him out. It's really awkward. But again, it's like Arthur from the artist from the uh, Death of the Arthur, right? Right, right. right. But uh, you know, what? I like hard. that. Um, okay, but I'm, we're just gonna drop all. We know what happened. Everybody knows. Um, I actually like seeing the Crippler applied instead of across the face yeah, into looked, an actual choke. That was looked, actually a really it, cool concept. It looks so much more... And fair play to Jericho. Jericho sells it like an absolute champion. Oh, yeah. um, it looks so brutal. Like Just the brutality of that hold is at its apex here. Mm. And uh, yeah, like they both come off great. Chris Jericho is cool in this because he, he doesn't lose. He's choked out. Right. So he doesn't tap. I love the whole story of it. It wasn't a super long match, 14 minutes, but this was... Um, Second longest match on the card, though. Yeah, well, it built up to their um, SummerSlam match, mm-hmm. which would be later on in the year, which was even better again, the 2L3 Falls match. Um, but yeah, like this was the start of the feud. Really good. It turns out to be like probably my favorite series in WWE between any two guys. Eventually ends up with the ladder match in Royal Rumble 2001, mm-hmm. which is my favorite ladder match of all time. And uh, Jericho's just the best. I love Chris Oh Jericho. my gosh. Just the and best. And I mean, I, I, and this is not a knock on him now because. Jericho's Father still time, the best. He's still oh, the best. Oh, he is. He is. I mean, Father Time takes no prisoners, but holy cow, the way he could pop off that springboard dropkick mm. to the apron. Oh, that was glorious in 2000. So good. It's so good. He's, he's like, and this is before he gets to run as the main eventer 
But, yeah. you know, as you talked about, when the Radicals came in, they changed kind of the face of WWE and the work got so much better and so much more technical. Because again, yeah. you know, we talked about Rebellion 1999. The mm-hmm. undercard wasn't this good. The undercard got a Ooh. massive shot in the arm in 2000. And this is kind of what we've seen. Second longest match in the card, probably the second best match of the card. And if you haven't seen it, go out your way to see it. It's so good. Um, the another kind of Radicals match, triple threat match with uh, for the WWE European Championship, which is my favorite WWE Championship next to the Hardcore Belt. I love the European Belt. Actually, if gee, I, I wonder why. Well, look, if I was ever going to buy a Europe, if I was going to, if I was one of those people that would buy a replica belt, I'd only ever buy a European title because I just love it. I think it's great. Wait a minute. Just two weeks ago, you, or three weeks ago, you told me, no, the only replica belt that I would ever buy is the WWF Hardcore title. Same rule. I'd buy either one or the other. Oh, That's yes. It. Yeah, okay. One yeah. or the other. They're, but I like that. You don't buy the hardcore belt. You find the hardcore belt. You can't buy it. Your Gerald Briscoe's out there somewhere. Exactly. You just pin them <laughs> and get it. Like, That's what you do, you know? Um, oh, by the way, one thing I do is say, I love I, I Gerald Briscoe's little... Um, skits during this where they're all chasing them yeah it's so fun it's so fun Um, you know one of the things i liked is that the skits that they had it wasn't just different skits throughout the night they all had one theme yeah like and 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 it was a story that was being told in the background of what was going on not just hype and it would tie in directly to a match in the card because jerry briscoe comes out and gets involved in the tables match for some reason while, and it gets put through a belt while wearing the hardcore belt, which is hilarious. I do got to say, though, before we pass, because we were talking about Eddie Guerrero versus um, Malenko and uh, Perry Saturn. Holy oh. cow. Oh, man. Eddie Guerrero was so fast back then. Too. What I love like, about this is this is before Eddie got injured. Yes. Um, And also before he got fired for drugs. Right. So you do kind of... Like, it's great to see these guys mix it up because, like, obviously, Benoit went off and kind of was the star of the group um, yeah. from the get-go. But it's rare you got to see Eddie in there with Malenko and Saturn and just having an absolute barn burner. Now, it was an eight-minute match, but was, th- they made fast. those eight... Yeah, they made those eight minutes really last. And here's the thing. It ties up with... The, it's actually longer than the uh, Falls Can Anywhere match, which I completely forgot about. I, I thought that was much longer, but... Uh, Super good match. A really nice way to kind of heat up the crowd before a spot fest. So yeah, really I, I even it. thought the first match of the night did a really great job. I mean that that was the quintessential six man tag match to get a uh, crowd hype. Was too cool versus uh, Team ECK, which is Ed Christian and uh, Kurt Angle. Oh, man. And I got I forgot that Kurt Angle used to have that CM Punk vibe about him. Really? Yeah, that whole like I'm better than you like i'm for abstinence and i'm gonna teach your teenage daughters how to be raised correctly and all this i was like oh, oh yeah, my gosh that, well that was all that was his uh that was his gimmick you know he was yeah, straight laced yeah. and boot and stuff like that but what's great about it is uh edge and christian were so easy to hate at this point oh that yeah a hitch and kurt angle up to it was just so good you know, a little, I, a little cultural appropriation never hurt somebody. Well, here's what most of what joined in. If you're yeah, a heel, yes, but unlike CM Punk, he didn't try to invade my cinema screen. Now here's the thing, Kurt Angle. Ah, uh, yeah, he did. Kurt Angle is in some movies, but he's in The Warrior, and he's phenomenal in The Warrior. True. Uh so True. Uh, I, you know, Punk is. I haven't actually seen CM Punk's movie. I kind of don't. I kind of want to, but don't because I hear it's nothing but terrible. But at least when, but at least when Kurt Angle did it. 
um, The Warrior is a phenomenal movie and you'll really like it um, he, he plays wow. a Russian MMA fighter so, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, so I got I got you got have oh, you not seen, seen The Warrior I haven't seen the well The Warrior dude the no Warrior. I just watched Bloodsport the other day I haven't seen The Warrior yet oh, I'm I, trying to go through my MMA okay so, so, so quickly when, so The Warrior is about uh, your man from Star Wars Edgar whatever he played Lars in Star Wars yeah, yeah. And Tom Hardy and their brothers, and they're Love both Tom Hardy. and they're both oh yeah, and they're both fighting to win like this MMA contest, and it's like Rocky but MMA with brothers, okay. and it's okay. really good. And and Kurt Angle absolutely just kills it. But yeah, it's the CM Punk movie. Oh yikes! Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. So I can't even comment it. on I, it. All I've heard I is bad. Gonna... I tell you what, we'll do. We, we'll do a special where we'll do a movie review of CM Punk. Oh, that's what we should. Yeah, we'll, okay. We'll totally do that. We'll we tack that. Maybe not. Maybe not next week, but probably the week after. We'll we'll do that because uh, oh, I hear it's bad. Great, great. That's what people want. <laughs> well, look, I didn't bring it up, so I didn't bring it up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So going on to the Falcons anyway match. Really good with Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon, the, the quintessential heel here. His best run is 2000, 2001. Um, yes. Super fun. Big show. Absolute monster. Um, King's when did co- he get When did he get his music? Because oh, I noticed he came out to his dad's theme. Uh, he, uh, got it, he got his music after WrestleMania 17. Okay. Because... 17 he still actually if you watch WrestleMania 17 it's a lot of no chance in hell yeah well and you know one thing I gotta say though is people often say like oh the McMahons you know they put themselves into the product too much now and maybe that's true but when you go back 20 years and you see them when they were much much younger and much much more able to do things it actually works works. yeah it works works really really well well. really well like the only problem is that's creepy that we just did that together but, but yes it works true. really well it, yeah it works really well and that's the thing you know that's what people kind of liked about it it's just they didn't step away it's the wrestling thing they didn't know when to leave it alone so they just kept staying in the product and it got worse and worse and worse once someone chimed in the people do want it it's fun to talk about terrible things yes it is case in point tna um <laughs> It's only fun to talk about terrible things if you're not financially invested in them. Then it's it's very then, true. Then it's upsetting. Um, we might have to move our original plan. Well, our original original plan for next week to 28th, and just do what we were talking about earlier in this show for next week. Fair, fair. Okay, okay. that's yeah. fair. I'll, I'll take care of that. Cool. Um, yeah. So look, I I thought this was really good. Um, a fun little match. TNA the group show up for some reason and interfere. Bubbly Cannon, which I forgot existed, shows up. Big Boss Man shows up for some reason. It's an absolute cluster. Have I forgot good... Bill Buchanan existed. I, I was sitting there going, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> this guy looks familiar. Why is he here? Um, yeah, look, a fun little match. Not the best Shane McMahon match, not by a long shot. Not the, be- the best of this kind of match, but still a fun little story that just kind of served two purposes. One, to get a lot of sympathy on the big show and also to make you hate Shane McMahon, which Absolutely. kind of backfired because everybody ended up loving. Absolutely. Shane now, you're, you're, you're a musician and I'm someone who used to be a sound engineer. Right. So does it ever make you chuckle when you see quote-unquote thousand-pound amps fall over and they erupt in pyro? That was, yeah, it was funny. Well, I, I was more kind of sitting there like, where's the big loud pop? You know? Right, The big right. loud pop that you yeah. hear that would deafen every when single the person. the chord disconnects. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, 
if you're going to do it, you know, at least do that. So, but they didn't. Um, the, the only thing that disappointed me is I saw Shane start to, you know, climb, and I was like, okay, here we go, here we go. And then he didn't, he didn't jump. Yeah, this is before he does the big jump. Yeah. Again, SummerSlam, SummerSlam is when he does the big jump. Okay. Well, speaking of speaking of big things, yeah. uh, I have to take a knock at test here because that's my water bottle that keeps popping. Not, I apologize, guys. Um, I have to take a little little bit of a, a knock at test here because Big Show goes out of his way when he tears the girder off the steel frame to show how heavy it is and that it's so difficult for him to lift up. And then TNA runs out and Test picks it up like it's nothing and starts chucking it around in the air. And I'm like. Dude, you gotta sell it. Like, if the yeah. big show has trouble lifting it, you should have trouble lifting it. No consistency. No, no consistency. consistency. That, that's my knock on the match. You you, t- you ruined my suspension and disbelief. How dare you? I have to say, but where my suspension and disbelief wasn't ruined was the Degeneration X Dougly Boys ta- tag team tables match. I forgot oh. this was a table match. I forgot this happened. I love Same. Dudley table matches. So I fun. love Tori. Tori played a role extremely well in this yes um okay line of the night yeah line is of the this, night is this where it comes from what was it go on no no oh how dare you no yeah you brought it up oh what, no, what no, no 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 because i tweeted to jr what i his line of the night was last <laughs> time so and he didn't and i may be blocked for all i know at this point so this week you get to share what the line of the night was oh uh, i think it was uh when they're talking to each other and it's like what did you call her jr a damn dirty jezebel <laughs> that was it oh that, that was, wasn't it Oh, was it? Oh, was it, was it when he called her a B-word? Mm-mm. Okay, go on. No, it's when they set, it's when the, it was after the match and the Dudleys, or excuse me, yeah, the Dudleys set up a uh, a table to put Tori oh, she's through gonna, it. Oh, she's going to get a lot of hard wood tonight? Was yeah. that it? Oh. <laughs> I started, oh, I'm like, JR. Like, I expect that from Lawler, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. JR. And that's another thing. Oh my gosh! Like the commentary, J- Jim Ross is still absolutely—he's a legend. He's still amazing. I will still listen to him talk for hours. But man, I don't even want to say that he—you he, he, guys know what I mean. Yeah, I don't even—I don't even want to say. He says it. You know what he I mean. says stuff that I don't think he said. I think it was being fed to him. Well, well I, was, I just I was... mean the, the how quickly and how fluidly and how fast he could. Oh yeah, no. Like here's the he, thing. He, the, the difference is like when, 20 years when yo no even still though like him calling a match now is still very enjoyable him calling mm-hmm. a match 20 years ago was unbelievable mm-hmm. and it's just like there's nobody does it and it's why when they bring out Michael Cole you're like oh Christ stop you know this you just can't do it you haven't got it so it's just I think like King and JR aren't my favourite team that's JR and Paul Heyman. Mm. Um, yeah, I will say this though. Corey Graves. Well, I like actually Corey Graves, but I mean, Tom Phillips makes me really appreciate Michael Cole. So <laughs> that's fair. The best thing about AEW is the commentary team as well with, with Shivani, oh, Excalibur, so and Ross as well. But look, I, yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, just to, to finish things off here, um, and we might have to go into to some overtime. Actually, screw it. We're going to some overtime, uh, guys. If you're listening on Phoenix FM, we are going to go into some overtime um, because we have to. I thought we could get out of that talking about trips. And again, um, if you are listening to Phoenix <laughs> FM, go over to Nerdtonal Media. What are you doing? Go to Nerdtonal Media. We get everything first, and uh, yeah, you get to interact 
with the live chat we were live every single tuesday at 6 p.m and of course the show goes out at 8 p.m thanks to the true true penny channel for hosting us as well and we'll be back after this short break and we're back shortest break in history uh if you're watching the stream uh, okay <laughs> let's get on to the main event that was our shortest break oh man yeah okay so no what i will do is unbelievable the reason why the reason why the breaks are so small is because i haven't gotten around to doing the ads yet as soon as the ads get done we'll do proper ads but because we're streaming and restream and not just twitch uh there's no point so there's we're just no gonna point. keep going what are we gonna do exactly okay so we're just the main event yeah where to start in this match so again going oh. go, well actually hold on before before we get to it throughout the whole night there was these promos of these like three little girls being spooky through the whole night very shining-esque the whole night very shining-esque and in hindsight you're like who else could it be there's no one else it could be but the Undertaker had been missing since late 1999 with injury he missed Wrestlemania mm-hmm. missed everything so you know it's just it just was what it was but uh, again Judgment Day is his pay-per-view well actually it's like Hell in a Cell he has loads of pay-per-views but Judgment Day was uh, historically his pay-per-view yes and yeah so that's what we had going into it we had these promos these uh, these packages before we're going in so what do you make of the match yourself Yourself, it was an Iron Man match Shawn Michaels special guest referee WWF Championship Triple H uh, with Shane McMahon Stephanie McMahon and Mr. McMahon in this corner which was weird versus mm. The Rock Hmm. this was actually honestly it's my first time seeing it really i've never seen this match before wow um and i'm gonna say something i gotta correct myself about last week actually i have to correct myself about two things last week i probably should have done this on air um aj debuted and debuted i did i made the exact same mistake last week aj debuted in 2016 not 2017 this is his fourth year with the company oh wow okay yeah we were talking about like it's been only three but i had gone back and was watching because we had talked about it. So I went back and I watched the AJ um, Cena promo when they first meet. Mm. And uh, I realized that was May, I think it was May 21st of 2016. So, yeah. You know what's weird? I was thinking about this earlier on today. I'm like, I can recall moments that happened 20 years ago. Way more clear than recalling stuff that happened four or five years ago. That's how invested in the product I am now. And also how more hmm. necessarily isn't better, where you have five shows a week compared to just having, you know, a couple of shows, uh, one show a week. It's just it's not, yeah, it's not it's not a good way to be. You know, sorry, we had a bit of a drop there for a moment. We're back. Um, yeah, it's just weird, man. You know, like I, I can remember this like it happened yesterday. I can remember clearly every moment, every spot. Um, it's all there, and the match itself is really really decent it's a full hour it's the first Iron Man match I actually like because I never liked the Shawn Michaels match I'm like eh, whatever yeah then that's I think that's where my apology that I, another thing I was going to correct myself on is my second correction from last week is I scoffed at the notion of HBK versus Shawn Michaels not being the greatest Iron Man match of all time and I went back and rewatched it and I realized that it's only the sharpshooter with Bret Hart's um crimson mask that really makes that match yeah otherwise it's exactly it's very boring i mean it's very boring and yeah. it, it's it's not that it didn't have you know 
moves that were great or oh, it no, wasn't paced no, well no, i mean for crying out loud the rock throws I, we always joke about people having five moves of doom like seen it and all that but i swear that the rock only knows three moves he knows like punch rock bottom on people's elbow and a, maybe and a, a spine buster if we're lucky and a bad sharpshooter yeah right and i and a very bad sharpshooter yeah um we love you but you're too big to ever even talk to us so i'm not worried about insulting you yeah no, i um, look i'll say look the rock <laughs> as a as a person and as an actor absolutely love as, oh yeah as a wrestler I love his promo work oh his promo well yeah his promo work's pretty good as a wrestler around this time period oh my god terrible like just but you know what Hulk Hogan didn't have to be god. a good but wrestler here's, wait, oh no, but here, on the point of that right The yeah. Rock and Triple H carried the WWE for a full yes. year and a half like yes, they did. themselves that feud carried it. It, it it literally won the war with WCW and I'm sorry if you disagree you're wrong um, that's what, that's what won. <laughs> that's what won it because it wasn't Austin. Austin was injured. Yeah, it, it was Triple H and The Rock. Mankind won the title. Yeah. that flipped the ratings, and the ratings never changed. And it never changed. It just went boom, and that's why The Rock got over as the biggest star because he is the biggest star wrestling ever had. Yeah. Well, and and that's one of the things that I noticed just about the style of wrestling because I yeah I was kind of making fun there about you know the fighting whatever, but. My point is actually that the way that punches were thrown, the way that moves were done, they just had... It feels real. I don't know, they just... It, sometimes, but it's like they just had some flair to them, but if you will. Actually, like was, some the, charisma to the way a punch was thrown. Well, this was something that was brought up in La Fee and Fuso retrospective, which I will actually link um, in the description. No, for sure. We really actually will link. Actually, it. will. Um, you know, seriously, I'm. I'm gonna try reach out to V Infuso because I just his stuff's fantastic. Um, literally love that guy. He's great. But one of the people who he had on was talking about the Triple H Undertaker match, and he's saying, you know, I'll give anything to go back to that time period. And one of the main reasons is because of how the match actually feels. Like when they're throwing a punch, you still know it's not real. But your brain doesn't know it's not real because you're so invested in it. It's like this look, exactly. this feels, it feels like something you can get invested in. You know, it's the difference between a good movie and a bad movie. That is, you know, it's not bad. It's just it's shot kind of too clean. Like, have you ever seen the raid? The raid? Uh, no, I haven't. The raid's a really good. It's it's fantastic. Um, it's an Asian movie about a group of police trying to go up and um basically they're going through a, a city blo- a tower block to take down a group of criminals and the choreography is incredible but you're like oh so it's like money in the bank at titan towers yeah but with more violence and blood um right but, yeah but, oh i did appreciate the blood though in this few in all throughout the night but, i, I kind of miss blood and wrestling but what i'm saying man, is, i do what i'm saying is all the choreography in that is unbelievable but it's so good it's unbelievable compared to something more brutal like um i don't know Rocky, let's just go with Rocky. Where all the punches, let's just go with Rocky. The, yeah, the, where the punches are real, they feel more kind of real. Or even the Warrior, everything in the Warrior feels real because it's all slow and more mm. kind of, it, it, you know, Muslim. Exactly. You know, it's not real, but the performance is so absorbing, you can suspend your disbelief. That's it, exactly. That's, that's what's important. That's what's important. That's absolutely. And it, it was a lot easier to do it at this time because the presentation of it was so good. You know, we talked about this how many times where the video packages were put together so well, the editing was great, the use of popular music was really good, uh, or not popular music, but more kind of like metallic music, and um, 
it just it, it all kind of felt bigger than what it was you know two guys in a ring and I will agree the use of blood really helps like there's a bit where the, where both of them are just absolutely cut open Triple H yeah. just starts bleeding for some reason which is kind of weird the rock makes sense because he gets busted open with a chair well the Triple H is after the pedigree on top of the table yeah but he's bleeding and you're like okay that was kind of weird no but the rock did the pedigree I know Triple but no one on gets top. cut open with a pedigree how dare you you know I just wait, wait 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 wait! i'm not defending triple h <laughs> don't no oh my gosh this is what, what have you done to me <laughs> what have you done all of a sudden i'm sticking I, just, up. I i gotta say i gained so much respect for triple h in this match because it just reminds me of how much punishment he was willing to put his body through yeah I, um remember this not point, take yeah this, sorry sorry this point in time was when triple h again like from like SummerSlam 1999 the transition of Triple H from just being Degeneration X Triple H to being main eventer is earned and that's why I'm like people go oh it's because he married in I'm like yeah maybe but he also literally carried the company and got his ass kicked around what, the world what year did he and Stephanie actually get married I think it was like 2002 2002 yeah. because that's what I was trying to figure out when this pay-per-view was going on because they they have some very sleazy stuff in like backstage segments of them like draped on each other and yeah, whatnot they had fun they were probably were just messing around but you know oh yeah I mean Vince was there so yeah, obviously he was cool with it it just is what it is you know but I think they actually got married in like 2002 and Big, Big Show was his best man which is very weird because they're actually best mates which is really strange when you think about it but um yeah you would think that like Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels. Yeah, yeah it's just I don't know well but actually given that time period in Michael's life maybe that's a fair point too actually that's a fair point um okay what's it that's true I know I was a very young kid watching WWE at the time but I was shocked when I found out it wasn't real yeah kinda you're yeah it's like I don't know it's a it's it's a weird thing to kinda think back where you know you know at that point do you remember when I do you remember the moment when I found out it wasn't real yeah um yeah yeah, my dad told me it wasn't real. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. You know, it's like, although you still don't believe it, that's the thing. But then you start to believe it when you get smart enough. And one of the big things, remember that, um, what's it, Secrets of Pro Wrestling Revealed, that show? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that was played, like, incessantly on mm. Sky One over here. So, if you, huh. yeah, it was played all the time. Like, literally, I remember it being on Sky all the time. Like, as much as The Simpsons would be on, it was on. So, you know, by 1998, 1999, there was no way you couldn't know it was real. It was fake, you know. Well, thank you for asking. Let me share when I found out. Yeah, um, well, I was about to, you didn't give me a chance. I'm just oh, reading, yeah, sure, yeah. I'm just reading the chat here. Most of what remembers that too. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't. If you grew up in Ireland um, and the UK, it was just part of watching Sky. So, Dave, yes, when did you find out that it wasn't real? Um... I had a, I think he was a cousin or something at a family reunion come over and I must have been about, I don't know, seven or so. And he started raving to me about this new company called ECW. And he started telling me how they use like all these crazy weapons and all these chains. And for whatever reason, my gut instinct as a, however old I was, six year old, seven year old was, oh, wrestling's fake. There's no way that could be real. Mm. And then I spent the rest of the family reunion telling him how fake wrestling was. <laughs> but see, it's it's weird, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I never was kind of the person to go, "Oh, wrestling's fake, so it's dumb." 
No, me either. I, I never had that moment where I'm like, because what's oh what's on? Oh man, it's always the older cousin that ruins a childhood illusion. Yeah, <laughs> he was older than me. He was older than me. Fair, I should I should point to out. To be fair, my older cousin didn't ruin it for me because it was like you know it was already kind of you know ipso facto it was already kind of there but um yeah i mean i still believe it's real well like it it all depends on how you another thing as well vincent man coming out and saying you know it's fake also yeah there was there there was that was that 95 yeah yeah so like once you kind of got a bit smarter to it you're like hey it's not real all right um the way i see it film sorry the way i see a drama film and performance art is all technically fake that's the point of it really yeah like that's what I would always say about people who say wrestling's fake I'm like yeah so is Game of Thrones right you right. know so like literally. so that's your reaction because that, that was going to be my next question to you is because we obviously we've both worked in this I guess we'll call it we worked in this industry for gosh over a decade now oh my mm-hmm. gosh almost 15 years now um, so, thanks Dave thanks for that yeah you're welcome <laughs> um so it, i'm the same age as you bro i know so it comes with a territory that at some point somebody's going to come up to you and say well wrestling's not real so what is your immediate response and i'll tell you mine after what's your immediate response when somebody comes up to you and says wrestling's not real so why do you spend your time doing that like, so are movies okay you know it's like that's it like it's a or another one yeah i like my for i like my sport fake <laughs> which is it's, it's one of I those like two. that one it's one of those two yeah all right i um whenever somebody comes up to me if oh my gosh if they see me back when they saw me recapping when i was in college watching the shows but somebody comes up to me and says you know wrestling's fake right my reaction to this day is always wait what it is <laughs> i quit i'm not gonna do this anymore i had no idea like i just lay the sarcasm on as thick as heavily possible like well you don't think i know like honestly but one thing one thing but one thing I do like about that Dave I think like there's this weird kind of swing around it's like it's actually like kind of what happened with Pokemon remember when you were in mm. school I don't know if you were a Pokemon fan or not when you were a kid but oh my gosh are, are uh, you, were you were you red or blue oh I was blue we're not friends anymore <laughs> I did I did finish red though I just got blue that was the thing that was the first thing I got okay yeah um, who did you start I, with this is a totally different show in this I network totally by show. the way I, I started with Charmander Bulbasaur. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. See, Bulbasaur is like the mid one. The easy one apparently is uh, but is Squirtle, Squirtle and then the yeah. hard one is Charizard. But you know, Charizard yeah. is a dragon and he's cool, right? So yeah, yeah but- I I always I like the lore of Venusaur, and that's why I wanted. So Fair. I wanted that solar beam power. Okay, Fair. and now that we're out of Kanto. <laughs> oh, well, oh no! Most of them shine in there. Red version for me, and started with Squirtle. Yeah, well, you know, I think everybody has the uh, their own kind. Of hey, okay. But what okay. I will say is, um, and if you played Yellow, get off our stream. <laughs> but what I will say is, right there is, um, there was this weird thing that happened. I think when when you go to high school and middle school, right, you're mm. like you want to kind of be cool or something like that. So like everyone just kind of like suppressed all that stuff. Like, and now it's different, obviously. But everyone kind of suppressed that nerdy stuff. But it still kind of stayed there. And then when you went to college, it just exploded. And mm. I think that's kind of happening now with wrestling, where everyone about our age is like, oh, yeah, actually, I really like wrestling. Because the amount of people that you told, that you talk to now who are our age are like, oh, yeah, I was watching this, that, year. And I'm like, what? You were watching WrestleMania? Why? You know, and it's just... Yeah. And, but you'd see it on mainstream... Like, even though wrestling was more mainstream in 2000... Like culturally, it was more relevant. It's right. more mainstream now, which is weird. And I think it's because everyone 
who was watching it then still has an attachment to it now and they're in positions yeah. where they're yeah. willing to kind of give it time so like yeah it's weird like it, it used to nearly be a secret society when you'd run into people at wrestling you're like wait you watch wrestling cool you know compared to now where it's just like you know everybody it's knows it's funny you say that about like middle school because actually the whole reason I even got into writing about wrestling is pure chance um, a kid I didn't know uh, alphabetically we were just sitting next sitting I just can't get my past tense right today Dara I'm so sorry uh, we were sat next to each other in uh, middle school uh, in a class and he turned to me at one point was like you like wrestling I was like yeah he was like you can tell when people are starting to push the boundaries trying to like feel you out you know yeah. I live near Philly it, this isn't relevant to you if you're in Ireland but Philly obviously the Eagles is the big football team there and he's like I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm like, dude, I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> so we had like two things going, right? And the final nail in the coffin, there's a soap opera called General Hospital. And he's like, when I get home from school, my mom always has General Hospital on and I watch it. I was like, dude. And to this day, he is my best friend. So, similar thing with myself and Gary. I remember we were working in a cinema at the time, uh, locally. And uh, it was around the ladder match. Uh, one of the Money Mag ladder matches. It was the one that Punk won, I think. And okay. the one for the one in Orlando, and I, I was like, "Hey, man, I have to get the I have to get this shift early because uh, I'm going back to watch something." And he goes, "WrestleMania." I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And then that's kind of how it happened. And yeah, we just became friends ever since. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, but that's kind of what it was like. So now that it's more socially acceptable, like with Pokemon, Pokemon. Like, everybody loves Pokemon which is weird it's Pokemon Go really turned things around no but I think it was always kind of there it's this kind of well we all played it yeah yeah yeah, it was one that well I didn't because my phone was broken but everyone else did no not Pokemon Go I'm talking about like we had our Game Boy Colors we would hide under the covers at night because our parents wanted us to be in sleep exactly yeah we had a little lamp that we'd attach as a accessory on top and the worst part of it was no backlit screen so that's what I'm saying you'd use the little like I had, a, I had like a magnifying glass attachment that had a light built into it so I could play. Oh man, trying to play an original Game Boy Color like wasn't you know with all the cancerous tumors that you'd, you'd attach to it so it would work. Unbelievable, oh, my goodness. unbelievable. But yeah, and I think that's kind of what happened. So we had the same experience with wrestling that other things kind of fell into. So hmm. I, I there's less of that. Oh, wrestling is fake. It's bad. Except for the MMA people, but I think they're kind of like overcompensating, going, "Look how real! Look what I watch is real," and those people you can't really help because they're the same people to get upset over like albums that are released by their favorite band or something, and it's yeah. it's slightly like they went away from a different style or uh, the same people that don't like Load by Metallica because it's not mm. Black Album, who are the same people that don't like the Black Album because it's not. And just right. for all the same people, you know, you can't please everybody, so you might as well just not try. Just go do it. You do you. You know. To 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 those kind of people, I would simply say this: um, I watched UFC Fight Island last night, and you know what your main event was? It was twenty five minutes of a clinch against a cage with one guy stomping on another guy's feet trying to get a takedown for twenty five minutes. Well, Three title matches went to decision. Yeah, no, it was super entertaining. Look, I love MMA. I watch it. It's MMA not something great. we cover on this channel, but I mean, come on, man. that It's not always great. Sometimes no. fake is awesome, and The Rock being there was cool, 
Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar, you know, you got to see into our world a little bit, and it did bring fans over. You saw Ronda Rousey come over. It brought like Dana White and Vince became friends. Like it's UFC has become in many ways WWE. They do tons of promos nowadays. They do lots of stage lighting. They do lots of effects. They put more into the entrance music and stuff like that. They they understand that the atmosphere is just as important as what happens inside the octagon. Mm. Well, okay, not as important because it's not, but you know what I'm saying. Like they add a lot more little spectral flares. What to I will it than say is, in the past. what I will say is, look, there's a there's a there's a video on this channel comparing gladiatorial combat and wrestling. Mm. That sums it all up. Hmm. we did it like eight years ago it sums it all up real eventually becomes fake because fake is manipulative and mm. you can actually make way more money with a fake sport than you can with a real combat because you don't get injured you don't kill people and you can do it yeah. every night and that's why wrestling yeah. became fake because in the 20s or even a little bit earlier we don't, 20s is when it's documented but maybe 1890 I think they're like hey yeah. We can't do this every night because we'll be dead. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just pretend like we're doing it and we can make way more money? And that's what happened. It wasn't... It was more like lads sitting around and going, look, we can make way more money with this and do it every night rather than trying to kill each other and be able to do it once or twice a year. You know, it just it's just sense. You know, when you think... And anyone who gets upset by that, I'm like, well you're watching the wrong show mate you know and you're, if, you, if you can't balance those two things together and realise that one it's not a sport it's more like a soap opera of punching um, exactly then you're fine you know and it, it has a lot of the same crossover but look that's all that's why I described it it's my soap opera yeah and it is a soap um, opera and, just, and it, you, look, made, you made a comment sorry you sorry, made no. a comment about a fake sport and I got it how can I not acknowledge this uh, they made a reference to XFL during commentary. It was very brief. Really? So I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, when this yeah. was happening. Yeah, 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 that's great. They made a comment. I can't remember what the line was, but something like, oh, that would be a five-yard penalty in the XFL. I just chuckled at myself. To be fair, it was killed off this time by a biblical plague. So it's like you can't really blame it, right? It's Vince yeah. tried, you know. He he did actually try this time, but look, it, it was successful. It, it was it was money. successful. It's just this you know, is not his fault that it his, failed this time. It's not his fault. It's it's the biblical plague. Um, wait, wait, you can't even joke about that because we, I know the Black Death is coming back. I know, wait, I know. It, yeah. it actually is. It occurring. actually is we, coming. We back, have yeah. cases in the U.S. Yeah. Wait, of the Black Death. Yeah, they just found a squirrel carrying it oh in uh, Texas. Yeah. Everybody repent. <laughs> oh my god that's not it gets fake worse. news i swear it gets yeah. worse it gets worse oh that's scary i thought okay. the bear i saw with nunchucks on my facebook feed this morning was scary but uh no this 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 is worse yeah as in the bubonic plague most of all yeah it was in mongolia and now apparently it's in america that's really scary well 2020 everybody <laughs> 2020 um it's the best year of my life oh, it's also what is happening it's unbelievable uh, I swear, like, you know, we're going to have to have a show here where everyone's just repenting if it keeps getting worse. <laughs> Call him. I'm sorry, let me correct Let me correct myself. Um, I said Texas, and I'm so sorry. You're right, Mongolia. How could I be so wrong? It wasn't Texas. It was Colorado. Okay, that's, that's kind of worse again because it's in the middle of America. <laughs> awesome. Well, 
Okay, so okay, wrapping up here to sixty-minute Iron Man match. Or <laughs> We're having the, a sixty-minute Iron Man chat that has yet to relate to this match. To bring so, it back, yeah. so look, I thought the match itself, as you know, it was a very hard-hitting view. These guys have worked together for a year almost, solid at this point, so they had it all kind of down. I thought the outside stuff took away from it, but it all, they also didn't want anyone to seem stronger than the other. Uh, Triple H still comes off incredibly tough and incredibly strong, but gets oh, over yeah. gets over his character of this heel that will do anything to win. He doesn't come off as being a coward. He comes over as someone who's like, "I'm going to win no matter what I have to do," and that's what he's put over. And the Rock, the stack, the guess is the deck is stacked against him, but he still manages to level it out. I think the last two minutes are incredible. Like this yeah. match really is a is a case of two minutes, where he is three two folds behind, and if it's a tie, the goes Triple H champion in advantage, and um, he manages to actually get it. He gets the pin like Triple H. The Rock gets counted out. Uh, the Rock wins by pinfall after people's elbow, and they're tied. So sorry, the Rock gets a, sorry gets the count out, and gets the pinfall. So they're all tied up, and there's a smudge in the ring. Where all of them come in, Stephanie McMahon, uh, all of Degeneration X come out, and then there's a bell that rings, and this promo. And to be fair, they could, they should have hit, really hit the lights, but I think the lights being on kind of adds to it. Now watching it more and more, because you're like, what is going on? This seems crazy. And the promo, plays. yeah, because you would have known, right? Oh no, you, you actually, yeah, you, had, you you didn't know quite. Even when that motorcycle starts riding out, you're not quite sure. No, because you don't know. Like you, you, you don't know, like the way it's put together nowadays what they would have done is they would have cut to the screen probably and played the full promo and then it happened but because it's all happening at once it feels more kind of organic organic yeah it feels more realistic and um then motorcycle comes out American Badass plays well everyone thinks it's sad but true by Metallica because it's that riff over and over again but um they come out and it's The Undertaker and it's The Undertaker looking completely different like remember when he left he was a satanic cult leader yep and he's come back as a he's come back now as a biker with the the ginger hair kind of like mine the beard ginger and wearing the trench coat and the denim and just kicking ass I love it it's great and like he was choke slamming everybody but ends up costing the rock to fall because he chokes down Triple H just as the bells just literally as the literally the way they did it is great literally as the one hour goes he chokes lambs Triple H and Shawn Michaels sees it and rings the bell disqualifies close. disqualifies him immediately and that's what happens now super good really really well executed um, just you know the way they did it it was fantastic but here's another thing on it right this, you okay over there? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I think I dropped a little bit. Okay. But yeah, here's the interesting thing about this whole feud, right? Or the Undertaker coming back. This is how the Undertaker was supposed to go to WCW. At the that's 11- you that's uh, yeah, what we were talking about last week yeah. is uh, returning as Mean Gene Calloway. Yep. At the 11- mean Gene, Mean at, Gene, Mean Mark Calloway. At the eleventh hour, they said, "Right, you can change," because he, he didn't want to do the Lord of Darkness thing anymore. So. That's why we got this. You know, it seems like this is who the Undertaker wanted to be at this point. So, um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the story behind it and what we got. So, w- what were your thoughts? 
overall of this pay per view mm. and, and uh, this whole last segment? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, you know, I don't, I don't need to reiterate just the organic, the grassroots, the crowd. Everything just seems so much more intense during that time period. Um, specifically about this match, I know it's become a trope now in uh, Iron Man matches, but using a weapon to get yourself disqualified to lose a point, but then immediately scoring two points for yourself. Mm. This is obviously the first time that it was done in the WWE. Yeah. And so I watched it through the lens of it being done for the first time. And that's actually my favorite moment of this entire match. Yeah. It's really clever. How about like, that? Yeah, very you know, clever. What I'd say is like, it's like the Hell in a Cell match, right? The Iron Man match, it's made famous by the first one or the first big right. one. But it's perfected later on. And mm-hmm. this, I think, is the perfect Iron Man match for me. Like, there, there were some better ones. The Ultimate Submission match is quite good too. But for me, this is the one I'd point to and go, this is, this is the Iron Man match to watch. Because it does everything yeah. that you want plus a lot more and then it has like a massive major return of the Undertaker and it's weird this return of the Undertaker it's he's portrayed not as what he was but more the conscience of the WWE like Jim Ross is like oh it's the Undertaker he's back to get McMahon why what's going on it's because of the evil of McMahon what he does so he's he has he's kind of like this um, he truly is like the the grand judge the grim reaper the WWE you know it's kind of like he's the conscience of it you know yeah he's, he's coming back instead of being you know the dead man who's like taking souls he's almost coming back as the purifier yeah exactly and that's that that is what he kind of stayed until well actually no even when he came back as the dead man he still would be that kind of um, character for the WWE where the, the the worst characters would have to go against them or something like that you know like with Edge for example that was the whole base of that feud where Edge was right. such, such a, a you know what that Undertaker would sort him out and that's kind of what he would say funny thing about it is the actual um, the, the poster of this is Kane does not appear on the card <laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely blew my mind which is unbelievable now, do you think there was a red herring to make people think that the promo was about him that they've been showing no but I think this was a case that they had this done so far in advance. They just mm. didn't want to change it. That's right. You know what? That's true. We live in this world now where you can pop together stuff in a day, thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like again, like everything it, printed. It, again, two thousand. You're still printing stuff. Yeah, there, you know? like magazines were a thing. Actually, newspaper ads were a thing. Actually, Billboards. I remember this show. WWF magazine used to come out. I used to get WWF magazine. I uh, by Vince Russo. Uh yeah, well not at this point because he was gone. Well edited, but yeah. But. but um, I remember they used to cover the pay per views, and it'd be the only place that would have like the really good quality pictures of the pay per view because all the indie magazines you'd get would always have terrible, like really really poor lit pictures. Um, One day I'll tell you some good stories about PWI or about uh, PW Insider and why I P- Pro Wrestling Illustrated. That's what they're called, not the website. Right. I have some good stories to tell. One day. Fair. Fair. Yep. Um, yeah, and why but, you should never go by any of their rankings. Uh, that's fair too. For anything ever. Um, but what I will say is, it's like, yeah, I, I I remember this being covered in that, and it's, you know, it's just funny when you think about it. Like, how how different the world is through that lens. Mm. Shall we say. Be honest. Be honest, though. Did you ever call the hotline? No, it couldn't. It's in Ireland. That would have cost. Oh. You would have got your legs broke. 
Like, you know, <laughs> not only would it have been expensive, but it also would have been, you know, add on international charges. No way, man. That's no, never that brave. Never that brave. Um, once I'm trying to in there, I think I had a couple of WWF magazines too. Yeah, it was very popular over here, I must say. Raw was less so. Raw was always one I'd pick up if I couldn't find WWE magazine. Yeah. Um, never, never was really a fan of that. But yeah, that's going to do it um, for this edition of the show. We went 90 minutes. So, you know, thanks for joining us on the stream. Once more, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> mom, I had to call Vince man. Fair. I think my mom would have broke my legs, though, if I had to try to use that. You know, just the fear alone of that. <laughs> it's terrifying. But, um, yeah, look, uh, Judgment Day, if you haven't seen it, go, go on the network. It's You'll have a great time. It's, it's so much fun. You know, from top to bottom, it's a fun show. There's no weak matches. The weakest match is a tables match. Um, so that says a lot. Um, and it's just it's just a good time you know if you haven't seen a couple of years go back and watch it uh, we have a couple of things coming up next week and the week after a couple of guests coming on we'll let you know what they are on the, in the comments below Dave and myself will moderate those or if you want to reach out go over to our Facebook page uh, or Twitter nerdsnowmedia at gmail.com is how you can reach us as well for anything you want to add to the show or just in general and uh, yeah don't forget to like subscribe hit that bell and all that good stuff it really helps us Dave is there anything you want to plug before we get out of here yeah follow me on Instagram at the Dave Stevens T-H-E-D-A-V-E S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S no really I juggle follow me I want followers do it do follow him and again if there's anything you want to plug if there's anything you want to for us to review look if it's on the network we'll definitely watch it yeah we'll definitely if it's not on the network we'll try but uh, yeah let us know because uh, there's so much there and it's so much more fun than the current product which is confusing and scary and in a time where the bubonic plague might be coming back I kind of want to live 20 years ago so <laughs> that's why we're going back because it's super fun remember guys this is the Wrestling Rewind the only wrestling show brought to you by fans who do not hate wrestling we'll be back next week here on Nerd to Know Media the True Penny Channel and of course Phoenix Day 2.5 FM bye guys yeah.